amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, listener, and welcome to Be Free Ministries NC Live. As always, we are so glad to have you in our home. It is or to have to be in your home, to come to your home. I'm actually in my home right now. <laughs> but it's wonderful to come into your home to share the love of God and to share the word of God. And so I'm so excited that the Lord has given us this B teaching, B-E teaching. For the last few weeks, it was so unexpected, but it fits right in with what I believe the Lord is doing in the lives of his people at this time. And so I'm so excited that tonight we're going to talk about be bold, be bold. So please forgive my voice. It has been a busy day at work. We had um, what we call Olympic Day with my, with the teenagers that I work with. It's, it's like a field day. We had outdoor activities on the field and the blacktop, and so I was hollering and screaming today. And so my, I feel like my voice reflects that, but it's okay. I'm going to teach this word tonight, and I'm excited. I'm so excited for what the Lord um, is going to speak tonight. So be bold. God is calling for his people, especially during this day and age, to be bold. We are facing so many uh, different changes in our world. Darkness is so rampant, and God wants us to walk in the boldness that he has established upon the earth. Amen. The boldness that he has established for his sons and his daughters to walk in upon the face of this earth. So we are using be bold as an acrostic. So an acrostic is a poem that you use a word, you take either a word such as your name or a phrase, right, be bold, and you you insert a word for each letter of that name or each letter of that phrase that you're using. So I want to dive right in into this teaching so we can get this um, brought forth and so God can do what he wants to do. Amen. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness. God, we set our heart and our mind and our attentions on you today. And God, I pray that you have your mighty way right now in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So the first B in Be Bold is brave. God is, no, it's not. Let me go up. I'm looking at my notes here. It's actually brilliant, brilliant. So I actually started teaching my kids. So I realized teaching uh, at Children's Church that my children didn't know some of the basic things that I learned in Sunday school and in vacation Bible school, such as how many books are there in the Bible, how many in the New Testament, how many Old Testament, the books of the law, the books of poetry, the prophet, prophetic books, the gospels. They pretty much were familiar with the gospels, right? 
the book of history, the epistles, you know, it's just breaking the Bible down in groups to help us to better understand what God is speaking to us, what God was speaking then and what God is still speaking to us today. And so God, you know, and I've been teaching them that knowledge base little by little because I want them to know that. Like, I want them to be brilliant in the word of God. Our B is brilliant. And dictionary.com defines brilliant as distinguished, having a showing intelligence, splendid, magnificent. God wants us to be brilliant in his word. And so that's why um, I take the time every time I teach to pour out uh, my knowledge and wisdom into these children so that they can be brilliant, splendid, magnificent, intelligent in the word of God. We've got to know the word, y'all. We've got to study God's word. We, We must know what God's word is saying to us and about us. We must know what God is saying to us during the different seasons in our lives, as well as the seasons that are going on in this world. There are different seasons that go forth in our communities and in our country, and it is imperative that we are in the flow of the different seasons that are occurring and that we are knowledgeable about the seasons that are occurring so that we can be prayerful about the seasons that are occurring in our lives and around our world. And so we must be intelligent in the word of God. The word of God helps us to do that. It helps us to, to be knowledgeable about God and what he's saying, knowledgeable about about his timing, knowledgeable about the move that he has uh, going forth at this time during this season. So we must be brilliant in God's word, intelligent, in the word of God, we understand what First Timothy, what Second Timothy, two and fifteen says that we are to study ourselves, uh, approve a workman that needs not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of of truth. We must know that word of truth, which is the Bible, our basic instruction before leaving earth. We have to study our word from Genesis to um, to Malachi, and then from Matthew to Revelation. We need to study the word from Genesis to Malachi, from um, Matthew to Revelations. And then if you want to take it, the all 66 books from Genesis to Revelations, we've got to know God's word. Now, will we remember or recall every single verse in the Bible? No. You know, maybe you will, and that is amazing. That's wonderful. But we may not remember every single verse in that Bible, but we've got to know what it says about us, about our situation, about what we're going through, because we take the word and we apply the word to our lives so that we can live peaceable lives upon the face of this earth. We even need to know the word so when the enemy comes, we know what words to use against him, because the word of God is truth. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is our weapon to fight against the enemy. And when we use it, he backs up. Let me tell you, he falters. His fiery darts will not accomplish anything because the word of God is going forth from our mouths because we know the word and we're speaking the word to combat the enemy. Amen. Amen. So we've got to know the word. We must be in the word. We must call time out in our day-to-day lives to be brilliant to be knowledgeable in the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so our E for B, we're doing B bold on tonight. So our E is empowering. 
empowering. I love this word. Let me tell you what dictionary.com, how dictionary.com defines it. To give power or authority to authorize, especially in a legal or official sense, to enable or permit. So let me tell you something. God, we as sons and daughters of God, God has given us the keys to the kingdom. God has given us the keys to the kingdom, according to Matthew, and whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We have been given this authority to loose and bind. We have been given this authority the keys to the kingdom. When we pray, we are releasing. We pray according to God's word, and when we pray God's word, we are releasing the power of God over the earth, over our situation, over our family members, over our sisters and brothers in Christ, over whatever that situation we're going through. We are releasing the power and the authority of God in our prayer time. When we study the word and know the word and speak the word and apply the word to our lives and use the word to uh, combat the enemy, we are releasing the power and the authority of God in that situation at our church. We're in our family. We are releasing the spirit of God, the power of God, the authority of God out into the atmosphere. So because we are sons and daughters and God has empowered us, to have the keys to the kingdom. God has empowered us to be influencers of our atmosphere. God has empowered us to speak his word and deliverance come forth. God has empowered us to speak his word and healing and deliverance takes place because we have that authority, because we have that power. We can in turn empower others. We can encourage our sister and brother to study the word of God so that they can use the word of God in their day-to-day lives. We can empower our children to know God, to know his word, to use his word in, um, in the battles that they face, to use his word at school, to use his word to fight against the enemy. We can empower our children to use the word of prayer, hallelujah, so that they can see uh, their situations change, so that they can see our world change, so that they can see the word of God moving in their lives and the power of God moving in their lives. So we have been empowered. We have been given the authority to empower others, to encourage others, to admonish others, to build others up. Amen. We have been given that release to empower, authorize, to give forth authority to those that we are in authority over. Again, that would be our children or to those that we are in fellowship with. That's our spouse our sisters and brothers at the church that we go that we go to, our family members, our friends, we have been given the authority to release authority to them. Amen. Amen. Now, if you want to look at um, empower, empowering on a different level, I'm an ordained minister, so I have the ability to perform weddings, funerals, baptisms, of course, I did baptisms as a, as a, even before I became ordained, but specifically to Barry and to Mary, Mary and Barry. <laughs> I have the authority to do that, not only in the faith, in the Christian faith, but legally 
I can marry someone and bury them because I'm an ordained minister. So we must understand the authority that we've been given. Legal authority comes from, comes to those that legally have the authority to do things, like a judge has the authority to, you know, to give verdicts and to rule over court cases. I don't have that authority because I'm not a judge. I didn't go to school, you know, to, to be a judge or go through the proper licensing to be a judge. So we do have the power to empower those around us, again, our family members, our spouse, our kids, um, our sisters and brothers in the Lord. But legal authority is a different realm, so we must understand that. We have the legal authority to, you know, to lawyer or to be a doctor or whatever the case may be, then that's that type of authority. But God has given us the authority to empower those that that we are connected with. Amen. So we can release that authority over them. And I thank God for it. Like, I thank God that we don't have to wait for the pastor. We don't have to wait for the evangelist. We don't have to wait for the teacher. As a son, as a daughter in God, that is our right to empower others to live for God, to empower others to follow God's word, to empower others to live out the principles that God has has outlined in his word. We can empower others to love. We can empower others to use the word of God. We have that authority. Amen. Amen. I'm looking, I forgot to find Matthew, and I'm looking it up as I'm talking that God has given us the keys to the kingdom, that whatsoever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever we loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. I know it's in Matthew, but I can't think of exactly where it is at this time. Oh, Matthew 16 and 19. I'm actually going to go there because I want you to hear it from the word of God and not just from my mouth. Amen. So Matthew 16 and 19, so that you know that you have this authority. This is not just Minister Humphrey saying you have this authority. It's actually in the word of God. So Matthew 16 and 19 says, I want to read verse 18, actually. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give thee unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. I want you to go and study that word and allow that word to saturate your heart and your spirit so that you can walk out the authority that God has given you, that empowering that God has given you so that you in turn can empower others. Amen. Amen. So let's get into the B of our bold. So the B for our bold is to be brave. God wants us to be brave. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord lifts up a standard against him, and we thank God for that. But sometimes trials, I'm going to say but sometimes, sometimes life trials come Tsunamis come, tornadoes come, the winds and the rain come. Sometimes it all comes at one time. But God wants us to walk through our struggles, to walk through our issues, to walk through our storms with bravery, with courage. Brave meaning possess means possessing or exhibiting courage or having courageous endurance. It also means a courage or courage. 
Courage means the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc., without fear and with bravery. God wants us to face our struggles, our issues, our storms without fear. Why? Because we trust in him, because we rely on him, because we know we win, because we understand that the battle is already fixed, the enemy is already defeated, we triumph, we are more than conquerors, we are victors in Christ Jesus, but we've got to walk through those storms, to walk through those struggles with courage, being brave, letting the devil know that you will not wreak havoc in my life, you will not bring that that sickness and that illness upon my life. I have the word of God. I have been empowered in the word, and I'm going to use the word to fight against you, enemy. So we must be brave when we're going through the storms of life. We must be brave when the enemy tries to bring things at us that are not of God. Fear, anxiety, worry, illness, mental illnesses like depression, God has not given us those things. Those things were from the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy, to discourage us. That God wants us to be brave even as the enemy comes and tries to get our mind off focus, tries to bring confusion, confusion, tries to bring strife and dissension. We need to use the word of God to fight against the enemy. Be brave against the enemy. Amen. Sometimes he tries to make us fearful when we fight against him, fearful when we use the word against him. But no, don't be afraid because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. I have a student. He's not one of my students, but he's a student at the job that I work at. And so there's a teacher right across the hall from me. She's a shorter teacher. And this is a very tall student. He's going to the ninth grade. And so a lot of times he likes to cower over her to try to intimidate her. And I I, I noticed that and I don't say too much because she holds her own. But one day last week, he tried to buck up against me like he got in my face, like he was ready to do something. And you know what I did? I jumped back at him. I got in his face. I'm like, bruh, I may be, I'm a couple of inches shorter than you, but we kind of eye to eye. So if you break bad, guess what? Miss Stephanie going to break bad too. And that's what we have to do against the enemy. Devil, you want to break bad? I'm going to stand toe-to-toe with you. I'm not going to let you come in and just do whatever you want to do in my life. No, I'm going to use the weapons of my warfare. I'm going to use the armor of God. I'm going to use the word of God to fight up to fight up against you. So when the enemy bucks at you, buck back with the word of God. Amen. Amen. And so I want to get, get back a little bit to the struggles that we face. Because sometimes when we go through struggles and when we have, you know, specific issues, not everything is from the enemy. Like some things we have to go through because of past issues, because of generational curses, because we've made choices that were not uh, God's will, and so we have to deal with the consequences of those choices. And so well, sometimes we face issues and struggles that, that come, you know, for various reasons, not always from the enemy. Sometimes it's God just wanting to test us. So even when we go through the through life, struggles and life issues. God wants us to be courageous, even in that knowing that there's victory on the other side, knowing that all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So God wants us to be brave. Amen. Amen. Let's get to our O. 
So O is open. And so I, I, if, if I could see you, I would use a demonstration of a coin purse. And I, it would be filled with coins, and I would have it all taped up uh, where you can't get into, and I would ask you to try to open it. And so, um, of course, you'd be struggling because, like, I would tape it really, really good. And so that purse would represent us being closed, us having our heart closed our mind closed, our spirit closed to what God wants to do. And God wants us to be open, right? Because just like that purse would hold hold treasures and it would hold money, God has treasures within us. God has spiritual gifts within us. God has uh, talents and giftings within us that he wants to use for his glory, that he wants to use to bless his people, that he wants to use for the upbuilding of his kingdom. But if we are closed, God can't use us. God can't freely flow through us the way that he wants to flow through us. Think about a drain that's clogged. you got pipes. You know, when you're running water in your sink or your bathtub, that water is standing because those pipes are clogged with hair or, or grime or, or dirt, just whatever. It's just clogged up. And so water can't freely flow through. It has to flow at a drip or sometimes not flow at all. And so that's how it is when our heart is closed up. A lot of times when our heart is closed up, it's due to unforgiveness, it's due to being hurt by by people, um, and we haven't forgiven them, we haven't moved past those things, we haven't um, allowed God to heal us and deliver us in that area. You know, sometimes it comes from things that have happened in our past, and, and we just we just stay stuck in that place instead of getting free. And so if we are stuck or we're not delivered in certain areas, it blocks up the flow of God. It blocks the love of God. It blocks the joy of God. It blocks the peace of God. But God wants us to be open. He wants us to forgive those we need to forgive. He wants us to release the hurt and past of the pain. He wants us to us to be open so that he can live, uh, heal us, deliver us, set us free so that he can free flow so he that he can uh, freely flow in our heart and in our soul and in our mind because when God can freely flow in us we can freely flow out to other people you know part of the or the great commission is to share the good news that Jesus Christ saves that he heals that he delivers that he died on the cross to save us from our sins rose the third day to secure our victory if we're closed up if we're blocked up it's hard for us to share that love with other people. It's hard for us to spread the good news of Jesus Christ because it causes us to t- to talk to new people. Sometimes it causes causes us to build relationships with people so that we can eventually introduce Jesus to them. Amen. So God wants us to be open. He wants to freely flow love and joy and peace in our lives, healing and deliverance in our lives. He wants us to be open to be who he has called us to be. If we're blocked up, if we're closed up, God cannot reveal to us who we really are. God cannot settle us in who we are because we're hiding. We're closed up. We're letting that blockage overtake our mind. So God is saying, be free today in Jesus' name. Get free today in Jesus' name so that he can openly, freely, 
flow through you, hallelujah, so that you can be a blessing to others, amen. We are blessed to be a blessing, and even God wants his love to freely flow through us. God loves us so much. We can't even fathom the magnitude of God's love towards us. And if our heart is closed because, you know, we made bad choices in relationships and people hurt us, so we closed to all kinds of love, closed to friendship love, closed to uh, um, relational love like boyfriend, girlfriend, or marital love, if we're closed up to love, then there's no way that God can truly be revealed in us because God is love. The very heart of him, the very essence of him is love. And he wants his love to flow freely through us so that we know he loves us, right? And he wants that love to freely flow out to the world. That's how the world knows that we are disciples of God, that we love one another. So God wants us to be open to love, amen, open to love him, open to love our sisters and brothers, open to relational love. You know, he wants us to be open, amen. So it is imperative for us to open up our heart to open up our mind, to open up our spirit, even to do the things that God has called us to do that may seem unconventional, that may be something that we've never seen anyone do or heard anyone do, but God wants us to be open to those things, right? God says in Isaiah 43, behold, I am doing a new thing. Did you not know it? I'm doing a new thing in you, and sometimes that new thing Again, it's something that we've never seen before, but it's God. It's God freely flowing through through us to bless his people, to build his kingdom so that he can get the glory out of, out of our lives. So God wants us to be open. Hallelujah. Open to him. Open to love. Hallelujah. Open to him using us in the way that he wants to use us. Amen. Amen. And so we, um, we get to the last and our L is loud, loud. God wants us to live our life out loud. I'm going to do another demonstration. I'm going to see if you can hear me in this demonstration. So what am I doing? Could you hear me whispering? Could you hear me? Sometimes we live our life on a whisper. Our life is so quiet, our life is so reserved, our life is so timid and shy that nobody knows we're saved. Nobody knows that we're living for God. Nobody knows that we have the answer, which is Jesus, to your problems or to the situations that you're going through. So God wants us to live our life out loud. Hallelujah. He wants us to be bold. He wants us to be exceptional. He wants us to have that intensity of love and that intensity of fervency for him so that others will see that there's something different about that woman. There's something different about that man. And you know what? It's a good kind of different, and I want to find out what it is. So they'll come to you and ask you, you know, you're always smiling. Why are you always smiling? You're always joyful. Your disposition is always so pleasant. Like, why? Like, what is it? Perfect open door for you to say, his name is Jesus. Jesus is the reason why I'm smiling. Jesus is the reason that I'm pleasant. Jesus is the reason that I have joy. Jesus is the reason that I can show forth love on the job, even when love is not shown towards me. So God wants us to live our life out loud. And I know you don't have to go and lay hands on everybody 
you see and start praying for them and carry your big Bible around. Not You don't have to live out loud like that, but live out loud in your personality. Live out loud in the pleasantness of your demeanor. Live out loud in being a an example of Jesus upon the face of this earth because sometimes we are the only Jesus that someone sees. So God wants us to live boldly. He wants us to live audaciously. He wants us to live our life in him out loud. Amen. Amen. So we get to the last of our be bold, and that is D. And D, oh, I did have a scripture for loud. Oh, 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 I do have a scripture for loud, and I want to read it before I get to daring. So Mark 8 and 38, whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The next verse is, or the next uh, scripture is Matthew 5 and 13, 14, 15, and 16. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt hath lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. God is calling for us to be a lighthouse for those who are in darkness, for us to be the light of the world to those who are in sin. So let your light shine. Amen. Let your light shine on so that others will come to know Jesus through you. Amen. Amen. And our D is daring. It's a long scripture that I have, so I want you to go and read First Samuel chapter 14. First Samuel chapter 14. To be daring is to be adventurous or audaciously bold. God wants us to step out in faith and do some things. He wants us to, to pray daring prayers. He wants us to pray bold prayers. He wants us to, uh, to, to believe that he can do the impossible, to believe that he can do what man cannot do, right? Because with, thing, with God, all things are possible. With man, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So God wants us to be daring in our belief in him, Daring in our prayers, daring when we come to him and ask him for things. You know, I was uh, last year in June, actually, I thought I had breast cancer. All the, the signs were there, and I prayed and I believed God because cancer, you know, is a very common illness in our world today. But I was like, the devil is a liar. I am not going to have cancer. I rebuke every cancerous cell in my body in the name of Jesus. And I was bold. I was daring in that prayer because I'm like, sickness, you do not have place in this body right here. And so I thank God that the, 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 the cancer, no more. Like, I, I did not have it. It was gone if it was there. Because like I said, the symptoms were there. But God dried it up, and I'm totally healed. I have not had those um, symptoms since then. And I thank God for it. So God is calling for us to be daring, for us to be audaciously bold, for us to be adventurous in our walk with him. It's okay for us to go on some adventures. God, Jesus came that we might have life and have that 
that life more abundantly. So if you want to go to another country and, and, and just live over there and see how things are, be daring. Go for it. You want to go whitewater rafting, which is something I want to do, go for it. You want to go, go zip lining, go for it. Be adventurous, not only in your walk with God, but be adventurous and take advantage of all the beauty and all of the, the fun things that we can do in our world. So be daring, be bold, audaciously bold, and adventurous. Amen. Amen. So that is our teaching for the night. Be bold, be brilliant, empowering, brave, open, loud, and daring. God, we thank you for this word. God, we pray that this word sinks down deep within our spirit, Lord God. Help us to be bold in you. Help us to be adventurous and courageous, brilliant and empowering, brave, open, loud, and daring, Father God. In the name of Jesus, God, help us to get out of our comfort zone and just go forth in the things of you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you want to know more about our ministry, visit us at our website at bfreeministriesnc.weebly.com. Com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Be Free Ministries NC. We don't have any events coming up, but join us next Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. We will go forth in our B series of teaching. I don't know what next week is going to be, but tune in at 6 and we'll find out together. Amen. Amen. So if nobody has told you that they love you today. I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.